This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A tough loss for the Athletics in Texas with still a chance to win the series tomorrow. Boy, did the Texas Rangers need that one. They've been struggling so bad. Ken Korak is with us from Globe Life Field. Ken, that was a rough way to lose a ball game tonight. It was. It was a good battle. Then you walk three, and there's a wild pitch and some close pitches, of course, in the seventh inning. But, uh, you know, I thought that Sean Newcomb, I mean, as we said, he's the, he was the story for me, right, Chris? If you're looking ahead maybe to next year, he is under control. He won't be a free agent. He's arbitration eligible. Now it's a small sample size with the amount of innings he's pitched for the A's in the last three weeks. But, you know, I think he's got a shot. I think they, they, they want to take a long look at him, and he could be a rotation option for the club next year. Are you kidding me, Ken? We're all about small sample size. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and True. You, you, know an, you know an answer I never get? When is it not a small sample size? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I can't give you the answer to that. I mean, this this guy, remember it was years ago with the Braves. He won 12 games, and, you know, obviously it didn't pan out. But, you know, the A's need arms. They need innings. They need guys who can get outs. And and if you're getting an opportunity, I mean, for a guy like Noob, this is like a once in – uh, or I'm not going to say once in a lifetime, but this is kind of like towards the end of your career, kind of last chance to do something like this. First round pick nine years ago by the Angels. So highly regarded kid coming out of college at Hartford College. And, you know, we talked to him right after the A's acquired him from the Giants. And he said, you know, I've all, I have felt like I've been pitching well for the last two or three years. I'm just looking for a shot, you know, somebody to give me the opportunity and, and have the confidence in him that, he can go out there and pitch on a regular basis, and you know the A's are willing to give him that shot. Do you think that was not a good sign today that uh, Kyle Muller didn't get the start? Really came in just you no. know. You think it was all right? No, yeah, I don't think it was a bad sign at all. I think it's just part of what's been going on, Chris. It's a mixing and matching toward the end of the season, and like we've been saying, they're trying to limit the innings and the pitch counts for some of these guys and. And I think they're hoping that it, pitching out of the bullpen might be a little softer landing or maybe even the feeling that sometimes with some guys pitching out of the pen, you let it go a little bit more. Maybe, Chris, you're a little more aggressive. In terms of the velocity on the readings here, he had his best fastball of the year uh, in his first inning out there. So maybe that's some validation of what they were doing. I think they want to keep a, take a look at Newcomb too, Chris. And like, like Conte was saying, uh, with um, 
you know, Devin Sweet getting his first major league win yesterday. They want to take a look at these guys right now. There's not a whole lot of time left. When you look at what happened with Lucas Ersig tonight, yesterday we did about 30 minutes with Dave Stewart on Ace Cast Live, and I, I, I so many times don't get into the Dave, you as a pitcher. I get a lot into Dave, you the pitching coach. He was a terrific pitching coach on a staff under Bruce Bochy that went to the World Series in 1998 he was also a longtime g he was also a gm also an assistant gm so i like to get in with Stu as a front office and former pitching coach we talked a lot about pitching about how one of the biggest issues of like the a's have walked so many batters this year is you've got to be competitive in the strike zone before you start getting those calls that are maybe a little bit outside but when you constantly live there like if you go to MLB.com, all those pitches tonight that Lucas Ursic thought were strikes, they weren't. But if he would have started in the strike zone, maybe you get those calls a little bit later, and that was a tough one. Yeah, and I agree. We talked about it on the air that we had no issue with any of those calls. Uh, I mean, I, they were close pitches, but to me they were balls, so the calls were right. And there's that. You know, I'm sure Stu has talked about this, that, that with guys that have a track record and are around the plate, throw a lot of strikes. You know, sometimes you get some of those borderline pitches, Chris. So, yeah, I mean, what you're saying is exactly right. And uh, let's end on this. The Geloff kid, I think he's going to be all right, and I think he's going to get a shot at something in spring training. He is not going to win the Rookie of the Year award. That doesn't mean that he isn't the best rookie in the American League. He's got 11 home runs. Right. I mean, he's. if you look at, and again, it's, it's, it's impossible really to do this because there's so much that goes back and forth and rookies are going to slump and they're going to try to figure you out and then there's the scouting reports and all that. So, you know, talking about projections really isn't fair with a player who has just less than 200 at-bats. But if you want to play that game and look at what he's done, Chris, over a full season, it would be a remarkable year of what he's done so far. Oh, yeah. And, and it was sad to see Young, the, th the third baseman for the Rangers, get hurt. That kid, he's got, mm -hmm. uh, he, he's got legit talent, but he got hurt. If he doesn't get hurt, he wins it outright. But, uh, yeah, Geloff, this is just, I mean, two for four tonight, two RBIs, his 11th home run. His OPS is 882. He's carrying this strong OPS, and it's because he's getting on base and he's got a ton of extra base hits. It's just some, but some kids just have that it factor. It looks like he has it. And all the little things that he does where he kind of blows you away, he scores from second base on a 3-1, right? And then on Wednesday in the ninth inning, he's at first base on a 3-6-4 double play, right? Who does that? Nobody yeah. does that, Chris. So, yeah, it's been, it's been fun to watch. All right, well, you have a good night, and uh, it'll be early tomorrow. We'll talk to you as we'll get ready for game three and hopefully take two out of three and – you know, any more losses by the Rangers, I mean, this one would have really, really hurt. Tomorrow will hurt. And after this, Rangers, they go on the road to Toronto for four games. That's a huge game, and there's a lot of uh, implications there, too, because of the there's no playoff anymore. If you're tied, then it goes to all the tiebreakers. And, you know, those four games with Toronto might loom really large when it comes to uh, wild card scenarios at the end of the year. And don't worry, San Jose State took care of business today. The old get-right game today against Cal Poly. <laughs> There's some good football tonight. 
There's some good football going on as we speak, but yeah, we can't we'll, talk we'll, about it. <laughs> we'll check it out when we get back to the hotel. All right, buddy. We'll talk All to you right, tomorrow. Man. Talk to you. Ken Korak, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll take your phone calls, and I, and I do have to get into that. It's like it's been a problem with the pitching staff this year. And Scott Emerson told us on A's Cast Live that they have a metric, and he won't tell us what it is. Maybe I'll get it in the offseason. But it's a metric about how guys are living inside the strike zone. How you living? Because you got to live good in the strike zone. If you don't live in the strike zone, it's disaster time, right? And what you saw from Lucas Ursic tonight is a young guy that just, I mean, he's just learning. I mean, he was a hitter, now turned pitcher. Well, actually, he was hitter, turned thrower. He's trying to learn how to be a pitcher. And I just wonder if there's going to be a conversation tonight with Lucas Ursig. because I love him. I love his story. He's a Bay Area kid from the South Bay. Battled addiction, turned his life around. It's a wonderful story. Really, I would hit home for for all of us. And, but tonight, he didn't act like a pitcher. And that's where you got to pull him aside. And you really got to you got tonight's a teachable moment, or it's tomorrow, whenever a teachable moment, because. Certain emotions can't come out no matter how you feel, and that's really tough. It's really tough to tell people that. It's tough to tell emotional people not to be emotional. And it's easier said than done, but it's just a reality. You have to check your emotions. We're going to talk about it. 833-625-2278. You end up losing on walks in a wild pitch. God, I wanted this one tonight because it just really buries the Rangers. Right? The Rangers came into tonight. They'd lost 16 to 20. I mean, this is spoiler time. We'll talk about right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Before I get back into the pitching, because that's it's going to be negative, I do want to highlight and just say we, 
we may want to sit back and start just going, man, we're pretty lucky. We might have something really special on our hands. Because it just keeps on happening, right? He had that little stretch where he was two for 20. And you go, oh, okay, you know, Ricky's finally, you know, he's finally getting it. They're finally scouting reports out. Nope, he keeps hitting. He just keeps hitting. And he just keeps hitting for power, which is probably the most impressive thing. We're talking home runs, doubles. And that's how that's how you have an 882 OPS. You got to have some slug. This kid has got slug. And it's awesome. He's got size, he's playing second base. You know, you you try and move guys from positions that you know, everybody starts at a shortstop, then you get moved to third cuz you're 6-3. You know, and then he has the issues with the throwing, so they move him to second and fits like a glove. I mean, there really there really is nothing he can't do. Like, if you were a scout, like if we were all like professional scouts and we were grading him and 80 being a high, I mean, he'd be pretty high up there on everything. Defense, awareness, base running, power, power to all fields. I mean, he's got... He hasn't shown a weakness. And now hitting, you know, he's hitting 278. I mean, you hit 270 with power as a second baseman. No one's expecting anybody to hit 330 anymore. We got we got some guys that are having some unbelievable years. We throw batting average in there. And some of us old schoolers still like some batting average. But look at Marcus Simeon's really good years. You know, it's he doesn't have to have the big batting average. But he can have, oh, 270 or above with the power, and it's an unbelievable year. I'm really starting to appreciate Geloff, and, and we've had him on Ace Cast Live a couple times, and he's a hell of a kid. And you start thinking about, do we really have somebody who has unbelievable talent and the it factor? Talent guys, you find talent guys. You find talented, athletic human beings. But can you find guys with that it factor? That literally when he walks in, the the room lights up. Because that's what Zach Geloff is. And we, 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 we first really started notice, noticing it when we had the conversation with Lawrence Butler on Ace Cast Live, where Lawrence Butler started. I didn't ask him about him having the it factor. He just came out and said, Geloff's got the it factor. Geloff's been a leader since he's since he's known him. So in the minor leagues, and now what we've seen in the big leagues, when he walks in, the room lights up. He's that kind of guy. You can't make that. You can't force that. You either have it, you are it, or you're not. And when you talk to him on the air, off the air, you realize, okay, he's bright. He's grateful. He's got all the qualities you want in that 6'3 super athletic body. And the ability 
to be able to hit it everywhere, foul pole to foul pole. That, that was down the line tonight. He can take it out to right center. He can take it out down the left field line. He can take it out to right field line. He can turn on the ball. He can let the ball get deep and drive it to right center. I mean, you really, in my opinion, now I'm not a hitting guru, but I've been around this game long enough and faced enough great hitters myself. You don't teach that. You can work on it. You can get better at it. But guys that have the – when it's natural to be able to, no matter where you throw it, I can hit it. How many guys are like that? No matter where you throw it, I can hit it. I mean, there's certain players that they talk about, like, no matter where you throw it, he really didn't have a weakness. You know, it's like when Greg Maddox talks about, like, Barry Bonds or Tony Gwynn. It's great when you hear Maddox talk about these guys. He's like, he goes, well, Tony Gwynn, it just didn't matter. He goes, he goes, the thing about Tony Gwynn was he wasn't going to take it deep, so you just gave up the base hit and went after the next guy, whether it was going after Caminetti or whoever. It's great hearing Maddox talk about Gwynn. He goes, you're not going to fool Tony Gwynn. You're not. You're just not. You throw it outside, he goes to the left. You throw it inside, he pulls it. He just, He's going to hit you. You don't strike him out. Because there is that. Between Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz, and Pedro Martinez, the four of them, they all faced Tony Gwynn. It was like a couple hundred times the amount that if you combine, if you combine all four of them, how many times Tony Gwynn, it was over like 400 times or something like that, he struck out three times against all four of those guys. Three total. I think two of them were Smoltz. Like, Pedro never struck out Tony Gwynn. Couldn't strike out. So the point is, wherever you throw it, and then Bonds, when you hear, recently I saw this thing, Maddox talking about Bonds, and he just went, Bonds was really easy to pitch to. You just didn't pitch to him. You got eight, eight other guys in the lineup. I'd rather pick the fight with the other eight and not mess with Barry. It was pretty simple. Why do I want to? Why do I want to fight him when there's eight other guys I can get out? And probably get out a lot easier. Geloff's kind of like that guy. He's not an easy out. Because he does everything. And that's becoming a real treat to see. Now the question is, does he keep getting better? And then that is where you start looking where where guys show power. Guys show power to all fields. And they hit over 300. That's when you're like, uh, you got something extremely special. I mean, look at their shortstop right now, Corey Seager. This guy's a World Series MVP. This guy, you know, other than the injuries, has had a really good career. And this year has had the injuries. But you look at the year he's having, Corey Seager right now playing shortstop, sitting 335 with a 1,043 OPS. You want to play in those ranks? You want to go where Mookie Betts is? You want to go where Seager is and Freddie Freeman and these guys, Acuna? You want to live in that realm? You're not hitting 240. I got into this with Mike Petriello, where Mike Petriello truly tried, because he's Johnny Analytics, and analytics people do not care about batting average. They don't care. 
And he's like, well, you know, you know, guys don't hit for batting average anymore when they win the MVP. It's like, what are you talking about? Acuna is hitting 330 something. He's probably going to, I think, Ronald Acuna Jr. probably now. Uh, I mean, it's, I've gone back and forth. Is it Acuna? Is it Betts? Ronald Acuna Jr., let me see. He's hitting 334. Let's see what Mookie's hitting. Mookie's right around that. Mookie Betts. He's hitting 314. See, when you get to that level where you mix in the power, the on base, and a boatload of hits, that's where you're soaring in an OPS level. That's where you're that's where it's crazy. That's where it's crazy. You're never gonna walk like Bonds. Bonds was walking so much, it was it was it was record like. But these players now, the super players in your game, you're gonna see they have the power. They hit doubles. They hit home runs. But they get hits. And that's why they're hitting over 300. When you mix that power with the hits, it's a game of math. Think about everything that goes up from your OPS to your OPS plus. I mean, Mookie Betts is OPS. He's hitting 314 with 38 home runs. How many doubles does he have? Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Because I guarantee it's going to be a lot. Don't give me his fielding. Batting. Yeah, he's got 36 doubles. He's got 38 home runs, 36 doubles. Hitting 314 with an OPS of over 1,000. That's how you get that stuff, man. You got to hit taters, got to hit doubles, and you got to get hits. Power plus average and some walks. You're going to be a very rich man, a very, very rich man. And that is where Zach Geloff is on the road to. Just some more just some more hits. And, man, if we're talking about a guy, a second baseman, I mean, he's kind of like a better version of Ryan Sandberg. And I know I shouldn't be saying that because Ryan Sandberg is a baseball Hall of Famer. Because I'm not going to compare him defensively to Roberto Alomar. He's got way bigger size than Joe Morgan. I mean, I, you know, what are you going to compare him to? Plus, Sandberg was a right-handed hitter. How tall was Ryan Sandberg? But if that, I, I maybe, I was really just thinking about that. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Some people might think I'm crazy. But that kind of might be the comp. Is Ryan Sandberg, he's just like a lot better athlete than Ryan Sandberg. No offense to Rhino, great player once again. How tall was Ryan Sandberg? Ryan Sandberg. I'm only getting his age. He's 63 years old. How does that make you feel? Ryan Sandberg, height. Because he was not a short guy. He was 6'1". All right, so that's not a bad comp. Because Geloff is like 6'2", 6'3". I think he's 6'3", might be 6'2". To me, he's like a better athletic. Not a better. He's a more athletic Ryan Sandberg. And Ryan Sandberg went all the way to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And when you look at like some monster years for Ryan Sandberg as a second baseman, let's take the year he won the MVP. 
Ryan Sandberg, 19 home runs, 84 RBI, scored 114 runs, had 19 triples. 19 triples, Ryan Sandberg, really? 36 doubles, 19 triples. I mean, he had a monster year. Here's another year. Hit 305 with 26 jacks. And this is where Ryan, Ryan Sandberg had some monster years. One year he had 40 home runs, hit 306, 40 home runs, 30 doubles, scored 116 runs. Ryan Sandberg did it all, plus played gold glove defense. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine gold gloves for Ryan Sandberg. If I told you we have the next Ryan Sandberg, you going to be good with that? Ten, ten-time All-Star, nine-time gold glove winner, MVP. I think that's our comp right now. Might be a little aggressive, but that's what he reminds me of. I think he runs better than Ryan Sandberg. But then again, really early Ryan Sandberg, I was still, I, you know, I'm like 10, 11, 12. So, but the Ryan Sandberg a little bit later, I mean, he wasn't that fast. Geloff is fast. And I might be wrong because Sandberg stole bags too. Stan, here's Sandberg stole, thir, stole 32 and 82, 37 and 83, 32 and 84, stole 54 bags in 85. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really remember Sandberg all that much, the young player. Yeah, that was in his MVP year. You talk about an MVP year filling up the stat sheet. My God. Let's go over that. It's 1984. He's 24 years old. 19 home runs. You go, that's not that big of a deal. 84 RBIs, so that's pretty cool. But he has 19 triples, 36 doubles, scores 114 runs. He had 200 hits. And stole 32 bags that year and hit 314. He's the MVP. He follows his MVP year up hitting 305, 26 bombs, 83 RBIs, 54 stolen bases, 113 runs scored. That's amazing. If we got something like that with Zach Geloff, because isn't that what we're seeing? I mean, is it just me? Or are we seeing that's what we are seeing? We're seeing a guy that does it all. Power, home runs, doubles, steal bases. I'm going to have to start throwing that around. Is a good comp for Zach Geloff, Ryan Sandberg. I'm going to get back to everybody on that. I'm going to throw it out to some people and see what they think. But I got to get back to the pitching and your phone calls. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A's with a rough loss in Texas, 3-2. to two On a wild pitch. Ugh. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, it's Eno Saris, your friendly neighborhood baseball scribe. There are two things I love, baseball and beer. When I'm not busy around the ballpark, you'll likely catch me back with a cold one at any of Fieldwork Brewing's eight locations sprinkled across the Bay Area. Fieldwork's got a rotating lineup of over 20 beers on tap that's as diverse as any 26-man roster. They got everything from super juicy, hazy IPAs to crisp pilsners and tropical sours that make your taste buds do the wave. Whether you're all about that draft life or prefer to grab some cans to go, Fieldwork's got your bases covered. Check them out at fieldworkbrewing.com to learn more. That's fieldworkbrewing.com. 
If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Backdoor breaky ball. Grossman knows that he's going to look and strike three. A one, two, three frame for Newcomb. He's retired six in a row. We've got three in the books in Arlington. Oakland at Texas remains scoreless. Now, I want you to think about tonight's start. I'm not telling you to get excited about anything. Sean Newcomb wants a top Prospect for the Angels, traded to the Braves, showed some promise with the Braves. He is what he is. So I'm not gonna try and I'm not gonna try and sell you on anything. This is a game. Four innings, zero runs, struck out five, only walked two. He's 30 years old. So I'm not trying to sell you on anything. But I have to be consistent with what we've talked about with, like, Zach Neal. The names are kind of not, not, not important. It's the fact that a team like the A's, if not all 29 teams, you've got to have guys that you have somewhere that you can call up during a season and be like, we need you up here and we need you to give us some innings. Everybody needs that. We've got the whole George Kirby controversy going on right now in Major League Baseball. And there's all these different people who have these opinions. 
But you've got to figure out, especially a team like the A's, and I really feel everybody, because of the way we train our pitchers to not go deep in games. And it really is crazy, but it is what it is. You know, most guys, when you pitch growing up and you're the best pitcher, like in high school, you usually, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's still the same way it was and the way it's always. I mean, you, you pitch the entire game and you just mow everybody down. There's no relief. There's no three relief pitchers but coming behind you. You just go out there and blow everybody away. You pitch. You're dominant. I mean, for God's sakes, folks, I only lost two high school games. My entire four years, I lost two high school games. Mowed through everybody. There was nobody warming up in the bullpen when I pitched. I came out and I was blowing everybody away. I'm throwing 90 pitches. 90 pitches? I mean, what happened with George Kirby last night? And really the reaction. And then his reaction today, where it's like, I really screwed up. He really did. If you don't know what happened, George Kirby was throwing a pretty good game. Next thing you know, went out there for the seventh inning and gave it up. And he came out and he said, after the sixth, I, I, pro- I should have been done at 90 pitches. And everybody's going, 90 pitches? I can't imagine if that was an A's player, and it, like a guy who's got the talent of George Kirby, how I would have felt. And then he comes out and gives it up in the seventh, and everybody flips out. And then you have the people who are the apolog- – we have, we have so many apologists now, and we have so many people who uh, – in the game now, see, because what they've done in our game is they don't value innings and outs anymore. They just want everybody to be 100% dominant and don't do it for a long time. Because we know if you do it for a long time, the potential is you're going to get hurt. Well, the reality is when we when we got these guys going full max, full throttle, doesn't matter if you pitch them seven, five, four. They're going to get hurt. The human body can only take so much. So we're now training our athletes, our pitchers, to not go very long. We want you to throw everything as dynamic and as hard as you can. But we're going to limit how many times you do it because we don't value the innings and the outs. We we have this philosophy that we'll, we'll have somebody else get it. You go out there and just try and strike everybody out. The strikeout is the number one thing for them now. It's what they care about. They don't want the ball put in play. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about the front office people. They don't want the ball put in play. They want everything to be strikeouts. But if you're going to strike people out, it takes a lot of pitches to strike people out. So all of a sudden you have a high pitch count, and next thing you know, we don't want you to go over 100 pitches, so you're out early. It's this revolving door. And the minor leagues, I mean, it's crazy. I was just the other Thursday night, I was uh, watching our Stockton Ports against the San Jose Giants. 
And the San Jose Giant pitcher cruising along, three innings, boom, he was out. Three innings. See ya. And it's like, wait, what, what? Now, luckily, our guy for the ports, he went, I think he went into the sixth inning. But these organizations, like the Dodgers are notorious for this. Their guys are literally pitching two, three innings. That's it. No matter how much you pitched in high school, how much you pitched in college, we're limiting you. So we're teaching our athletes, be as dynamic as you can, go as hard as you can, but just know this, you're not going very long. So when you go out there, just strike everybody out. So they're not really teaching the art of pitching. They're teaching the art of throwing. There, there's a difference. Guys aren't changing speed. They're throwing everything as hard as they can. That's why you see guys throwing 92-mile-an-hour change-ups. I mean, there is not an art of pitching. You're not really changing speeds. Everything is go, 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 and then we're going to take you out. Well, I think of Lucas Ersig tonight. Lucas Ersig is a guy that throws hard. He is a failed hitter. Had some pretty good numbers in AAA. But he is, he's a guy that's getting up there who's learned how to do it. He's a pitcher. I mean, he's the thrower, not a pitcher yet. And if you go to MLB.com and you check all those pitches tonight that he threw for balls, and then he very – he. He really went out of his way to show his emotion, which is just you can't do it. You go back, they were balls. You first have to establish yourself in the strike zone before you can think you can get questionable calls. If you're just going to live outside of the strike zone and wish upon a star and wish on close calls to be strikes, you got no shot. We did a whole thing with Dave Stewart about this on Friday on AceCast Live. You have to be able to live in the strike zone. All right, I'm going to get back to this in a second. George, Fuji got the win tonight? George in San Francisco. Chowdy, that's right. Chowdy, Chowdy, Fujinami got his seventh win in in Fenway Park. Are are, are we now going to find a way to get him the American League Cy Young Award? That would be great as well. First, we need a World Series ring for Fujinami. Oh, my. I, you know, I don't think we could take that. <laughs> You're telling me. I mean, can you imagine? Are you, if Fuji, if the, if the Orioles win the World Series, will you fly to Baltimore yeah. for the parade? Oh, that is a good question. That is something I need to contemplate. I need to. Slowly see how things move around. I have to I have to think about this one. But I mean, that, don't that, you want to see your guy Fuji on a on a on a World Series float? But we do have road trip Mike who might go out there. Not for Fuji. <laughs> Not for Fuji. But but Johnny, I was hearing you talking about uh, pitchers, and uh, I think you know definitely next year they should keep Ursek. Ursek, I, I like him. He's good. Um, he just needs to be around other, you know, seasoned pitchers like Zach Neal and like Fujinami himself. I thought he was good to be around Ursig. I thought it was good. I don't know about that, but okay, you can say that. Yeah. And then also, um, A's, they need to keep Newcomb for next year too. He, he, because the A's, I think they should stack up on a whole bunch of number five pitchers because uh, it's a uh, fun, cheap Band-Aid they need to have. They're good, pricey, good guys to have. Fun, cheap 
Band-Aids. That's a way to Perfect. do it. But, yeah, I mean, you need you need people that can come give you four or five innings. And, yeah. yes, who are cheap and who are available and who, yes, you can stash. You need that. As much as you want to have these hot prospects, it's like Mason Miller. It's like everybody gets excited. Mason Miller comes out, strikes everybody out for two innings. Okay, when are we going to see him again? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. how long can Mason Miller stay on the field, stay healthy, and what what position, what usage? How's it going to work? I don't think any of us know. But So that he, means because we can't rely on the Ma- – we all want to draft Mason Miller's. We all want to raise Mason Miller's. But the reality is because there are so many Mason Miller's, you've got to have guys like Zach Neal and Sean Newcomb. That's how these guys still have jobs because the Mason Millers of the world can't give you innings. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And, Tony, there's a bunch of other guys out there with names out there who I will be spreading out slightly, little by little, who the A's should really look at, who could be a possible fun, cheap Band-Aid type of fifth rotation pitchers out there that the A's need. Are these guys attainable? Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. But, oh, Tony, there's one guy. I won't say his name on air because there's people who are listening. And um, he, I remember for the for the last month, you're talking about you want somebody with high 90 speed and a big curveball who is a workhorse. There is a player out there that Robert knows his name. I didn't give it to Renee, but Robert knows his name. And I want you to go to Robert Shake and say, what's his name, Robert? What's his name? Tell me his name. And another thing I'll tell you about him, he speaks Japanese now. I was hearing interviews, and he actually speaks Japanese. He was really, really interesting to see him. And he Wait, he's an American? Yet. He's an American player? I'm not going to speak too much about that. Oh, Donnie. wow. But We're going Robert incognito. Where this is yes. this is top secret. This is this some is serious top secret, stuff. Tony. And the thing is, he hasn't bloomed yet, and he's about to bloom. And the A's need to grab him because he can actually be a starter for the Oakland Athletics. But you're saying hmm. he speaks Japanese. So if he now speaks, he does. So if he now speaks Japanese, that means he didn't grow up in Japan. I'll let that load out inside the world right now but he is out there oh i'm not going to be able to sleep tonight yes that is correct he is a very good i want you to check him out i want you to you know how can i check uh, him out if i don't know the name ask robert you got to shake robert say don't forget his name what's his name robert tell me his name you told the wrong guy i bet you robert's forgotten already oh god he's so busy we need we need renee and marcus on the phone even on the way games, we need the interns working. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about that. We we. It's 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 enough with them around for home games. I'm just. Oh God. I'm just going to oh speak God. for oh. the staff. But Tony, there's one guy who I will say his name because he is way way out of the question about being. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, a fun cheap bandit. He's way overpriced, but uh, he will be receiving probably twenty million dollars, and the A's will not pay twenty million dollars. Is that correct for a pitcher? Not next year. Okay. Um, He just threw a no-hitter yesterday. And um, the thing is, it's interesting because they had roughly 10 to 12 teams out there scouting him. He just threw a no-hitter yesterday. 
His name is Yamamoto Yoshinobu. He was in the WBC. And he is a full, all the bells and whistles type pitcher. He has the curveball. He has splitter. He, he throws everything. And um, it's so funny because I know the Yankees are going to try to get him. The uh, Mets, even Senga is telling him, you know, come to the Mets. Um, but the thing that's so funny is that these San Francisco Giants are horrible when it comes to scouting Japanese players. They don't even try. And that should be the number one guy who they're going for. They're just copying the Dodgers saying, give me Otani, give me Otani. But they should be going after Yamamoto as the number one guy. And you can probably get on the, the Giants guys when you see them because Yamamoto is probably going to be at least a two pitcher. He's going to be their one or two. He's like a – do you remember Bill Swift in uh, the 1993? Yeah. Do you remember Bill Swift for the Giants? Yeah, he's like a Bill Swift, Tim Hudson type pitcher. Yeah, very good. But All right. He's going to go $20 million. Well, don't be tell, don't be telling the Giants people about him. Oh, sorry, so sorry, so sorry, sir. <laughs> but probably yeah, Red Sox or, or or the Yankees or Mets are probably going to grab him. But uh, don't worry, we're going to find. We don't need Elvis. We need to create the Beatles. That's what we need to do. All right, I'm open to anybody. I'm telling you, if you're not scouting Japanese players, you're kidding yourself. You're not helping yes. your organization. Correct. Especially there's the under 23 crowd and there's the just above 23 crowd. The under 23 crowd, there's a lot of guys out yeah, there. Yeah, you, 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 not it's everybody funny. has to try and go get the next. And, and, and we should stop saying Otani, but but uh, Kodai Singa, you don't have to go yeah. after their best guys. You yep, got They yep, got other right. guys, too, that can go get you outs, and you don't got to pay yeah. as much money. Fun, cheap band-aids, and also the yen is cheap too. You know, dollar super strong. You can get some deals going. That's what I'm talking about. International Scout George, thank you. No problem. Thank you, Taddy. Have a good one. Yeah, I mean seriously, the land of the rising sun. Scour it. They got players everywhere. Go find some guys. But yeah, this is what we're gonna. We're, you're gonna need. You're going to need arms, and it's not sexy, but it's just different, right? I mean, the days of us going to spring training saying, who's our five? Who's our five? It's like, who's your five? Man, it's like, who's your 13? And you may even use more than that. I mean, you know, yesterday being uh, up in San Francisco at... NBC and all the Giants people. I mean, you sit there like George Contos was calling this out, former Giant World Series champion. He was calling it out when things were going well, going, this isn't going to last. Living off openers. That's so hard to do. You're going to need a lot of people who can give you outings. A lot. And that's why I've said, you know, a Zach Neal or Newcomb. I mean, you're going to need guys like this. Because this offense is going to be better. I think one thing we could all agree upon is that watching what's happening, the team, the offense, especially the young guys, they're going to be better. It's high, you know, pitching, that's going to be the struggle. I don't think, and we'll get to this next, and I see your phone calls, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278.
I don't agree that this was good for Mueller tonight. I'll explain with your phone calls next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. You need to redo your wardrobe, especially for summer. They got new colors, new styles. Summer is here. The polos, unbelievable. The shorts, you name it, we got our new order. My wife is the happiest one out of all of us because I look better, thanks to Link Soul. And they've got unbelievable deals right now for the summer. So what are you waiting for? Shirts, polos, shorts, you name it. You go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. 3-2 pitch, swung on a drive in the left center field, gap and deep. It's going, and it is gone! You're listening to A's Cast. And the fish to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline, and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Don't worry about missing any football. All the main games are over. And Stanford has no chance against USC. They're already getting drilled down in Southern California. They gave it like two touchdowns in the first two minutes and 54 seconds. Mike in Texas. Mike, you were on the A's Clubhouse Show. No. Mike. Are you Are you there? Are you going to road trip, Mike? Oh, no, no, you're not. Road trip. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm a little upset. I got a little love from Notre Dame today, but watching three walks in an inning and Kyle did not look competent on the mound. I was looking at him through the binoculars. He was perspiring in a nice, cool area, and his pitches in that second inning, he looked like he wanted to be out of there. It just didn't look comfortable. And they gave three of the seven walks to Robbie Grossman. 
Now, I love Grossman. He's a great player, good person, and we got a chance to talk. But you don't need to walk the guy three times. His other time he struck out. And then the pass ball, it just about killed me because it was a walk that scored. So that's been my struggle. And the Texas fans let me know uh, that Texas was beating Alabama halfway through the game. So they don't even care. Uh, I am not going to debate you on that. Football is king, and Texas will always be. Uh, And it was a huge win. University of Texas went in, and they took down Alabama. It's a huge win for the program. And Steve uh, Sarkeesian, that, that is a huge, huge win. By the way, your Irish being 3 on is big. Yeah, and knocking off uh, North Carolina State. Uh, the last few points that North Carolina State got were, were gimmies because um, the game was already over. And it was great to see, and I'll look forward to going back to Notre Dame. Can't wait for the Ohio State game. But back to the A's. Mr. Gelloff, he's not only – hitting home runs to tie the ball game, but stopped to sign sign balls for kids in an area that isn't easy to get to here in Texas. The guy does it at every game. He's just a class act on top of it. The guy sitting next to me after the home run says, let's just put a plaque and put him in the Hall of Fame tomorrow. And, you know, I'm leaning that way. The kid has it all. He's a good kid, pleasure to be around, nice to talk to, and plays like a devil. He is just awesome to watch. And that infield of him and Allen and Noda, you know, you know when the ball's being hit, you just feel like it's going to be a double player and out. It is so comforting to watch that. Well, I can tell you, I've been asking people with the A's, when are we going to order the Zach Eloff statue and where are we going to put it? And I'm willing to help uh, deliver it. I'm not going to Baltimore for Fuji, okay? I heard that. <laughs> Dang. Uh, no. He he got a win in a game that was 13-12. to 12. Really? Okay, no. Seattle and Stephen Vogue, different story. They go to the playoffs. I got to go see Steve. Wish him well. But other than that, Road Trip Mike is going to be at Notre Dame handling the football, and Tony, like I say, season ends. You're more than welcome to join me for a game. How, uh, how, how are the people in Texas? How are they treating you there at the ballpark at Globe Life? You know what? Overall, pretty good. But the security is interesting. If anybody watches me at the end of a game, I'll stay there till every player's out at the dugout and make sure the bat boy and talk to everybody. I just do it at all ballparks because – I started when I didn't think I'd ever see every ballpark, and I wanted to remember it. These guys, they, they, the, the game is over. Let's get out of here. Let's rush you on out. That's the only thing I don't like. The food has been good. Um, the A's fans here have been incredible. I met some real good guys, and it's been a lot of fun. But, um, and, and it's nice to see the A's travel well. So, I, I mean, that part of it, I'm having a great time. Are you going to Houston? Oh, heck yeah. Uh-huh. It, uh, the, the dress of the trip is I'll go from here, see tomorrow's game, drive to Houston, 
see the three-game set. Go to um, Friday, I'll see Nikki Glazier. I got a meet and greet with her in Chicago. Then the top to Notre Dame, kill some time, and then go to Minnesota and start my way home. That's a road trip right and, there. Uh, yeah, it's great, County. And, hey, are you ever going to be on the road? Uh, I will be again at some point. You know, everything kind of okay. changed with COVID. But, yeah, I'll get back on the road at some point. Okay. And have you made it to the clubhouse to sign the sign? No. Is it there right now? It's there right now. It's going to be there so Stephen Boak can, when Seattle comes to town, he'll sign it. And then um, they're going to put it on the plane to I can pick it up with Minnesota. So, wait, so it's it's going to be there for the last homestand? Yeah, it's going to be there for the next homestand. Yes, it is. The last one. Okay, I forgot it's about in, that. I, you you got to remind me. Yeah, it's in the clubhouse right now. Okay, yeah, Seattle and, comes to town on the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Yeah, got to get in there and get it signed. And then it goes to the plane, and then I'll pick it up. Um, Pete's going to make sure I get it in Minnesota. But you, I, it's, and like I'm telling everybody, this is a family thing with this ace. That's why I want everybody's signature. It's not just a ball club, a team. This is a family organization with players that come and go, and we just root for the A's. That's why it's important for me to get everybody in the organization like you to make sure you sign it because that's going to go outside my man cave and sit there until the day I'm done. All right. Because you guys are the best. I'll do it. No problem. Okay. And one last thing. My friends have been harassing me to tell you this. We're, let's start a way to get Campy Campanera's um, number retired. I could send you his stats. He leads everything. I mean, he's right there on everything, but we haven't retired his number. Is there a reason why? Uh, well, everybody whose number was re- retired is a Hall of Famer. Uh, but now that Dave Stewart has had his number retired, I get. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could make that point. And if you look at his stats, they are. I mean, they're solid. They're. I mean, with all the categories and everything, if that ain't uh, Hall of Fame or um, retirement numbers, I don't know what are. All right, well, let's Me go personally. over them. Let's go over them as a because we got to do as an A because of course he went on to play. I'm gonna do his stats with Kansas because a lot of people have to remember too. Burt Campanera started in Kansas City. He was a lot older than uh, all those right. other guys. He started in '64, so 1964 to 1976, he hit. 662 he had a 660 wait okay yeah no he had 262 he had a 662 ops 70 home runs 529 rbis 270 doubles he had a 1882 hits which is a lot uh 983 runs three-time world series champion 
Uh, he was an all-star with the A's one, two, three, four, five times. Now, you, you could make a case. I don't know. I don't know if it warrants a retirement of his jersey, but, I mean, I, I, I'd i listen to it. You know, I mean, I got him for A's, uh, 205 and 2,502 total bases, um, times on base, 2,441. Those are fourth. Um, runs created, 846. Doubles, 270. Um, my buddy Jack Lima has been pounding on me this. His war, if that means anything, means 17.8, which is uh, 17.8, which is first. You know, and the 1472 singles total hit 1882. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a conversation I'd love to have somebody have. Yeah, it's it's and, it's there there there's quite a few guys, right? I mean, you still think Mark McGuire's yeah. hit home run more home runs than anybody else? You know, if you want to throw PEDs in there, whatever, he still hit more home runs than anyone else with the Oakland A's. So, I mean, there's names that you can throw out there. There's no question. And I'll be honest with you, I am a huge McGuire fan. I I mean, through and through. But if I had to deal, I would really like to see Campy. With his, and maybe it's because I'm old school, and I love that Rudy and uh, Campy and Dick Green, and you know that that era. That's my favorite age era ever. Then it's just players after that, like Pinder and some of the other guys, McGuire. But yeah, Campy, I think we got a serious, you know, one one just just some for conversation. I'm if willing we to have it. Right I think it's fair. Hey, I'm more willing to talk to anybody that wants to about it. And I, don't know. I, I, me, I, I don't know who decides that. I can find out. Yeah. And if you would, I'd be more than happy. And um, I'm going to call back and give my phone number to the, the guy so you can have it because I'd like to text you some pictures. All righty. Perfect. All right, Tony. Thank right, you buddy, for everything. Be, you be well. I will, and uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Road trip. Road trip, Mike, from Texas. It's amazing. The man's life is absolutely amazing. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A's lose 3-2 to two in Texas. Got the rubber game tomorrow from Globe Life Field. We talk about it right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, it's Eno Saris, your friendly neighborhood baseball scribe. There are two things I love, baseball and beer. When I'm not busy around the ballpark, you'll likely catch me back with a cold one at any of Fieldwork Brewing's eight locations sprinkled across the Bay Area. Fieldwork's got a rotating lineup of over 20 beers on tap that's as diverse as any 26-man roster. They got everything from super juicy, hazy IPAs to crisp pilsners and tropical sours that make your taste buds do the wave. Whether you're all about that draft life or prefer to grab some cans to go, Fieldwork's got your bases covered. Check them out at fieldworkbrewing.com to learn more. That's fieldworkbrewing.com. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at UBEO.com. That's UBEO.com. 
Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power. And it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations. Like time in the sun at the beach. Or time in the sun riding roller coasters. Or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day. But hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Jessica has to take her kids to school, go to the supermarket, finish the sales report for her boss, do the laundry, help her mom with her doctor's appointment, get the car washed and the oil change, walk the dog, go to the pharmacy to get her daughter's allergy medication, remind her husband again to take out the trash, meal prep, call her dad. Life doesn't stop, but your Medi-Cal coverage just might. That's why Kaiser Permanente wants to remind you that you may need to renew your coverage. Go to kp.org slash stay covered and get the information you need. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get Xfinity gig internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Bree's car clips right on your bed. You know my car is my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. When it smells just right, just right, just right. Breathe happy for Bree's. La 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 la. 
This is A's clubhouse. Two and two the count. The pitch. Swung on, drilled deep down the line and left. Heading toward the corner at the pole. It is gone. Zach Geloff with a game-tying two-run homer. Lift off for Geloff in Arlington. Another big moment for the A's second baseman. It's his 11th of the year. Tony Kemp waits for him at home. 25 RBIs, and we start anew. Oakland 2 and Texas 2. Zach Geloff, just incredible. Let's hear from the manager, Mark Kotze, after this loss. Um. First off, start with uh, Sean Newcomb. What do you think of uh, his outing today to be able to go for um, Yeah. Active of his outing since he's been here. Um, you know, he had two walks, but really controlled his own. Uh, mixed in a changeup tonight, that was great. Um, that's a great sign, especially if he's going to go, you know, deeper into games. And I uh, got some outs with it. So uh, really pleased with, with the way Sean threw the ball. Seems like he threw almost as many curveballs as fastballs is that a pitch that you see is um, obviously a weapon for him since he throws this off yeah um you know since he's been here the curveball has been a pretty good pitch it's been a good swing and miss pitch um he can land it early count for strikes to still strike so i like his mix i, I think you know I mean, he, he was on a limited pitch count tonight um you know expectation was more more or less three or four innings he got through four and 60 so uh we'll continue to build him i think um obviously a close game overall um that Little sequence there with the wild pitch and then SD getting picked off, but you guys do able to, not to come back there almost in the ninth. What did you just think? Of yeah, I thought we played a pretty good game. We made uh, two base running mistakes, you know, uh, earlier in the game on a on a ground ball double play. Smitty ran into an out there, and uh, you know, getting picked off. I mean, you, you got to kind of sometimes tip your cap to to the old man Smith that uh, you know used a step off move, made a great throw, and, and got SD. So. Um, it's a heads-up baseball play by Smith. Um, you know, get, we got a couple guys on, and they got a tie and run to second base in the ninth off their closer. So, um, you know, tough loss, but um, overall, I thought it was a, a good game. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Right. Did, did that person just say coach at the very end? Can you get that? I mean, if that is not Texas right there, calling the manager coach. Thanks, Coach. Uh, welcome to Texas. Are you able to hear it? I could have swore I heard Coach. Thanks, Coach. No? Yes? But um, overall, I thought it was a, a good game. Thanks, Coach. Right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. I think I'm going to say that to him next time we do uh, the Mark Cotte show. Thanks, Coach. See if I get an okay. So let's see if he treats me like that. I doubt it. What do we got going tomorrow, Pasto? Are you working tomorrow? What time? No way. Did you say 8.55? Oh, my God. That can't be right. Isn't it like a 10 o'clock game? I don't think he knows what he's talking about. 
I don't think he knows what he's talking about. All right, tomorrow is an 11, 11.35, so we're on at what, 10.55? Oh, whew, 8.55, almost had a heart attack. I'm watching too much football. By the way, Cal up 3 nothing against Auburn right now. I'm, I'm just I'm keeping everybody up to date. I want everybody to know what's going on. It's time to check the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Right now we're in the bottom of the 11th, and Washington leads the Dodgers 7-6. Giants pounding the Rockies 9-1, top of the 8th final. Hey, remember when the Yankees were coming back? Oh, my God, they brought up the Martian. Uh, Yankees lose 9-2 to the Brewers, and the Yankees are now 70-72. and It was Minnesota over the Mets 8-4. Arizona on top of Chicago 3-2, a final in 10. That's a big win for Arizona. Toronto, big win because they're trying to keep all these teams keeping keeping their place in line for the wild card. They take care of Kansas City 5-1. It was Tampa beating Seattle 7-5, so that's good for Texas. We still haven't gotten to Houston what they did today. Baltimore outlast Boston 13 to 12. Boston's dropped all the way to 72 and 70. Philly beats Miami 8 to 4. It was Detroit over the White Sox 3 to 1. St. Louis 4, Cincinnati 3. Houston with the win 7 to 5 over San Diego. And so they're still atop the National League, excuse me, the American League West. Auburn has just scored against Cal over in Berkeley. Not good for the Bears. Uh, and that is going to be 7-3 to three in that one. Atlanta loses to Pittsburgh 8-4, to four, and it was the Angels beating Cleveland 6-2. to two. What's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. We are going to be on at 10.55, we're hoping. Have you confirmed or denied? 10.55. It will be 10.55. Thanks, Coach. So we are going to be on at 10.55. First pitch is going to be at 11.35. What? What did you say? Are you sure? You're giving me conflicting. You're a conflicted producer right now, Scott Pastorino. 10.55, we are going to be on, ready to rock, getting you ready. You're going to hear not one, but two parts of the Mark Katze show. I just want to check my notes real quick. That is the game notes to see if we put on, because I think Medina is going to start. I just want to check our notes real quick because they're going to have John Gray going. And for the athletics, it will be Luis Medina up against John Gray. So finally get to see Funky Cole Medina again and see what he's got going. But, you know, take two out of three. Let's go. I mean, this, a, a win tomorrow and send them North of the border for four in Toronto could be ending the Rangers season. So let's do it. I'm all for it. So get up early. Let's rock. 11.35. Don't tell me it's week one of the NFL. Nobody cares about the NFL. Nobody. Nobody's watching NFL football. 
You should be watching A's baseball, but more importantly, listening to A's baseball at 1135. And, of course, A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron at 1055. Scott Pass, am I wrong? Pastorino, who's watching NFL tomorrow? Nobody. Losers. Nobody cares. The Niners are going to get beat in Pittsburgh. Raiders are going to win. Niners are losing tomorrow. So you should be paying attention to A's baseball. A's with the loss, 3-2. to two. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 10.55, at 10.55 in the morning right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 